0: addendum to the episode
1: what
0: um so chuck or chucky is like a a nickname for charles how do you feel about that i feel like that's fucking weird i feel like that's wild i feel like what are you even doing chucky
1: what makes more sense than dick
0: Well, okay. As Richard. But everyone makes fun of that all the fucking time. I've never heard anyone make fun of the Chuck uh, uh, Charles situation. That's just normal. People are just like, oh yeah, that's Chuck.
1: Sometimes you look at your kid and you say, that looks like a side of beef.
0: That's that's my beef Chuck.
1: That's my little side of beef. That's my my Chuck. My
0: Chuck E. (laughs) That's my Chuck E. My Charles
1: Entertainment cheese. My
0: Charles Entertainment (laughs) Beef. (laughs) Beef. My Charles, my child entertainment beef. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a TV dinner.
0: Hello and welcome to Scary Pair, a horror movie podcast between partners. I'm Nine,
1: and I'm a haunted doll, Opal.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Opal, uh, I can't think of like a question to ask a doll. Do they ask Chucky like question? Do they ask him like wrote questions in the movie? Yeah, I don't remember any of them.
1: Heidi, ho <laughs>
0: this week uh, we're watching. Child's Play from 1988, uh, directed by Tom Holland, not that one.
1: Yeah, I was going to also <laughs> say not Spider-Man. Uh,
0: with story by Dan Mancini. Uh, but before we get into that, Opal, what have we been up to the last couple weeks?
1: We saw movies.
0: We've been watching some movies. Um, I guess we'll go in chronological order.
1: Yeah, we might as well.
0: So we watched, uh, well, you'd already seen it, but I had not seen it. We watched the uh, Evil Dead remake.
1: Yes, the 2013 Evil Dead. Which I liked. I know, because you had your doubts. I, I think did. you went into it <laughs> wanting to dislike it a little bit, because it does look like that. It does look like a it,
0: 2013 movie.
1: Yeah, it does look like 2013 Evil Dead, but that's why it's awesome. Okay.
0: You know the the thing that I didn't appreciate immediately about twenty thirteen Evil Dead is it is um the the most new metal Evil Dead.
1: It kinda works for Evil Dead though. It
0: works. Bit. I enjoyed it. I like how like Edgelord it is um and how on purpose everything is. It's
1: like if you crossed the Exorcist with Evil Dead and they were just saying like suck a dick <laughs> like stuff like that.
0: Well, and like every scene is shot like a new metal music video in like the best way.
1: It is. And I mean
0: Seether is at home and alive in this yeah. mo-
1: in this movie. Yeah, it was it was reminding me hardcore of Resident Evil Seven specifically. Yeah. More than the original does just because of the similarity in look. Yeah. And uh Definitely. It, it is it does feel like it's designed like a video game. I was that. gonna
0: say it is like the most video game ass Evil Dead yeah, that I have seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Uh,
1: yeah, it's good. I I hadn't seen that in a while. I the one time I had seen that movie, I was waiting for my computer to factory reset, and it took like <laughs> ten hours. So I was just watching whatever was on TV at like three in the morning. Sure. So, like you do. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up watching a bunch of movies, and that was one of them.
0: That's a pretty good one, yeah, um, you also watched a movie on your own.
1: Yes, I watched Eden Lake, which is a British kind of i don't know it's it's not home invasion, all right. it's kind of like parallel to that. It's like evil teenagers interesting yeah i I had seen I had been meaning to watch this movie for a little while because a lot of people put it on lists like oh this movie's so fucked up disturbing, and it's like I don't really see like it's a very depressing movie that's for sure, okay, but it's absolutely nothing that like shocked me outright, so
0: it's like a home invasion movie with teenagers that isn't like
1: it's this couple that goes on vacation and these like Shitty little British teens fuck with them. That's basically it.
0: This is why you never go to Britain.
1: Yeah. And uh, without spoiling anything, um, there's nowhere for them to go, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right. So it's
1: depressing for sure. I don't know if it's, I would call it, like, the most disturbing or anything.
0: I I feel weird about the entire, uh, we've had conversations about this in the past. Like, I'm not really a home invasion uh, movie person.
1: No, no.
0: Um I do want to see funny games.
1: Yeah, that's I because I've told you the one if you're going to see one of them, that's probably the one to see.
0: Yeah, like if I'm going to if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it right and watch like the good one, right? I
1: think I think that is the good one.
0: Um you know, I've I've we watched movies like Hush before that I've enjoyed. Um
1: Hush is good. I liked Hush just fine.
0: I think like a non-zero reason I have like z- basically no interest in the purge movies is because they're like kind of adjacent to this genre
1: the strangers is also okay i feel like the problem is a lot of them especially after the strangers just end up being the same movie over and over again
0: yeah um i mean for me it's just like it taps into my real world anxieties in a way that i don't like and i feel like also there's kind of nowhere for it to go exactly as like a plot beat it's you know
1: those are the movies where like it's most likely it feels like everyone just dies like like they're they're, they usually don't have a very happy ending it feels
0: like there can be a home invasion scene and like a slasher movie and like that can be like ooh i don't like this but it's usually not like the whole movie there's yeah. usually, like, multiple locations, and there's, like, a big cast, and, like, people die in lots of really inventive and surprising ways. In a home invasion movie, it's kind of like, alright, this is what we're doing.
1: You you might be the target audience for that genre, because that, that's a concept that scares you. Have you thought about that?
0: Well, but I'm not a target audience because I can't enjoy the scare as much, because it just makes me feel anxious.
1: Well, one could argue. <laughs> That's what you're watching a horror movie for.
0: I don't watch horror movies to feel anxious. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, We also...
1: Oh, yeah. I, I showed you another good one.
0: Yeah, we watched Shutter Island.
1: I hadn't seen this since it came out in theaters. And I've when never I was, seen it. I was probably 15 years old.
0: Yeah, uh, I liked it.
1: It was very good. Yeah. It was I, good. I think... I think I had kind of a neutral to uncaring perspective about it on my first view because I feel like the marketing kind of did it dirty because it I feel like it was very marketed as a horror movie,
0: which it's not it's
1: absolutely not it, it It's, it's like, like a crime drama it's
0: like a memento it
1: is it is very like memento,
0: yeah, if memento were like more of a cop movie, <laughs> like that's what. Shutter Island is.
1: Kinda, yeah.
0: And like it's a period piece, so like it is a little restrained, I think. Although like a lot of the the visual shots are not restrained at all. No. But
1: uh I liked it. I would say it doesn't really hold anything back.
0: Yeah, no. Uh I mean, like uh it just kinda it just kinda goes. Yeah. You know? You just you're watching it, you kinda I mean, I basically guessed the twist, but like whatever. Uh I thought it was like good in how it delivered the twist
1: no because the Uh, twist actually made sense it didn't come out of nowhere exactly you had context clues that something might be happening in the movie
0: this is the thing about like um i feel like i watch a lot of like tv shows where they're like oh we're just gonna do something you didn't expect this comes out of nowhere and then it's like well i didn't expect it
1: this is a new tv problem and it came
0: out of nowhere so like i don't appreciate this thing because
1: all the writers are reading reddit now and they don't want their (laughs) shit to get guessed by reddit people and it's super obnoxious
0: and they're just making shit up as they go along whereas like in a movie where it's like built around like a plot twist where like the whole movie is built around it so like yeah, you know, like something in this sort of vein is going to happen, and then it happens, and then they still—it's still satisfying because no, it because it's you know thematically appropriate to the movie, and you see all the additional layers of meaning and mixed messages, and it—it's like oh, a movie, uh, somebody somebody told a good mystery, yeah. you know, like
1: I also feel like Leo DiCaprio was really good in it.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, he he does a pretty good job. He
1: does a great job. Yeah.
0: Um so that's shutter island we also
1: we saw we
0: took a trip to the
1: theater we saw
0: barbie, barbie.
1: Hi, barbie.
0: hi barbie
1: hi barbie
0: hi barbie hi barbie uh it was good it, it was, was fucking a great time good. <laughs> we had a great time uh i was not prepared for how like much I was actually going to laugh at this movie.
1: It was really funny. There was a lot of stuff that just completely took me off guard. Because they're extre- I didn't expect how extremely in tune they were going to be. Well, I could have expected this in hindsight. But what? how in tune they were with the millennialness of it all
0: i was expecting to watch this movie and be like all right it's got some jokes but i mostly am like oh whatever but it's fun and lighthearted, so i don't really care no this was like a good like yeah millennial comedy like it felt like i don't know uh the same kind of humor that people appreciate about like mean girls or i don't know like any good comedy basically
1: yeah there are a couple jokes in there that Will definitely snipe you if you're around our <laughs> If age. you're online, and, and as well. so it's one of those fun movies where like. Different parts of the audience will laugh at different things.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, not every joke was for me, but, like, there are just so many jokes that, yeah. like, the ones that hit... And It then I, really...
1: It doesn't stop. Like,
0: yeah, and, like, it's not like there's that many clunkers in there, either. Like, I think um it's pretty, like, economical about, like, what it's doing, and, yeah, it's fucking relentless and funny, so...
1: I enjoyed it a lot.
0: I had a great time. Uh, and I love um, a super stylized movie getting a bunch of hype and attention. It yeah, was great.
1: I'm looking forward to how we're going to try to copy the success <laughs> in the future. Because I'm looking forward to the 2025 either, maybe both, either really good or really bad Bratz movie that they're going to do.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and uh, fucking Mattel's making a Polly Pocket movie, so...
1: What is that going
0: to look like? Who, who knows?
1: I feel like Polly Pocket doesn't have much of a personality. But maybe that's just me.
0: I mean... It, this it was more
1: about her house. This, not her.
0: <laughs> this movie is interesting because I feel like Barbie, the character, does not have a lot of personality. But Barbie, the cultural image, has a ton of personality. And they managed to pull in all of that really successfully. It's a really like self-aware movie. of like It knows how Barbie is positioned in the culture in a way. I don't know. I expected it to have the pulse
1: I'm kind of surprised Mattel let them say some of the things that they did. But also, I know that there's a boardroom somewhere saying, hey, this is a calculated risk. We're going to make a fuck ton of money. Let them make fun of us a little bit. It doesn't matter. We're going to (laughs) buy second, third, fourth houses out of this.
0: Yeah, they can put us in the movie and make fun of us, and it doesn't matter because it will work. Uh, so, you know, um, I recommend
1: it. I'm probably going to see it again as soon as it, as it comes to streaming. So
0: yeah, it's just like a good, um, existentialist comedy.
1: Uh, existentialist. Yeah it, yeah, it definitely is.
0: <laughs> um, so it kind of, it surprised me. I legitimately surprised me.
1: Ryan Gosling is amazing.
0: I do think the performances added a lot to it. He's a like, great
1: comedic actor.
0: Yeah, he, he was great. Um, you know, I, I feel like basically everyone did really well in it. Um, just, like, giving proper emotional weight and sometimes, uh, ironically, improper emotional weight to yeah, things. Yeah, Margot Robbie also. <laughs> yeah.
1: Very, very good at performance. Well, and, and
0: even, like, Margot Robbie in the movie is, like, something that the movie is self-aware about. And it's, like... Okay, like they're doing stuff with this movie, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. Like it's uh it's enjoyable. I I think they I think it's a just a well-made movie. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Better be, way better made than I was expecting it to be.
1: Oh no, I I feel like it was kind of what I expected.
0: I was from to, the trailers. I was expecting it to be a little bit clunkier and it just wasn't. It went down real smooth.
1: Yeah. We didn't see Oppenheimer just because movies are fucking expensive.
0: Movies are expensive. Also,
1: that's a three-hour movie. Yeah. I gotta go pee.
0: If I watch a three-hour movie, I want to do it at home.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And also, I heard that the sound mixing wasn't very good. That's funny. No, because <laughs> I I believe it. And I think there there's merit to this because people said the exact same thing about Tenant too.
0: Well, that's really weird because Christopher Nolan makes, like, a big deal about how all of his movies need to be, like, perfectly shot to look really, really good on the big screen. And he doesn't think watching a movie in your house is good enough for his perfect movie. But then his sound mixing sucks.
1: Yeah, well, he's full of shit.
0: (laughs) But I I still kind of want to see
1: it when it comes to streaming.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. Not a priority to me, but, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, well, we
1: have to talk about Chucky.
0: We need to talk about Chucky. We need to
1: talk about Chucky. Uh,
0: so Child's Play, uh, 1988. I said all this already. Catherine Hicks, Chris Sarandon.
1: I forgot this was a Chris Sarandon. I
0: was so pleasantly surprised and it's to see a, him. It's
1: the same guy that made Fright Night, too.
0: Uh yeah, Tom Holland yeah. Um, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, let's let's start with Chris Sarandon.
1: let's do that, please.
0: So, uh, this movie is '88. I think the Chris Sarandon movie that everyone, myself included, thinks of with him is the Princess Bride, which is of yeah. course '87, a good one. So this is like the height of maybe Chris Sarandon's uh maybe not cultural popularity because the Princess Bride kind of was a a bit of a cult hit. But definitely, like the peak of his his. Uh, he,
1: was, he was coming up.
0: After the fact, powers. I would say, yeah, and he's good in this. Yeah. Um, as as the detective, um, I appreciate
1: him. I think he's hotter in *Fright Night* and *Princess Bride* than here.
0: I think I would agree with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like he's good at being kind of a bad guy.
0: He is. I need him to be smarmier than he is in this movie. He but plays he's, this he's kind of, like he's kind
1: of a good guy in this one, which is a little bit different than what you see. He normally.
0: plays like a cop, and specifically, he plays like a overworked, tired cop, which is not who, who, how I would expect Chris Sarandon to play a cop. No. you know what I mean.
1: The hair is too short.
0: The hair is too short. I need to see the flowing hair. Uh, but I still, I still, despite all that, thought he thought he did well. Yeah. No? Oh, he
1: he did fine. I'm just saying yeah. the look isn't for me.
0: Well, yes, I think we can all agree on this. Um, so uh, the story of this movie, how this movie gets made. So, uh, Don Mancini had been like trying to sell like the story. Um, he finally got it sold to a studio with some rewrites. Uh, a lot of potential directors were involved, and I guess Steven Spielberg was like, "Hey, you should get Tom Holland." Um, who, you know, we talked about, he had Fright Night. Uh, I think that's 85. Yes, I love Fright Night. Yeah, we're we're both big fans. Um, I guess, like, part of the reason this is, like, late 80s that this gets picked up is, like, it is specifically pegged as, like, oh, you could do a bunch of these. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, um, which, you know, um, worked.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really did. It's, um... Very franchisable.
0: We've talked about how there's like this gap between the '80s slashers and like basically until you get to like Scream in the '90s, and like Chucky this is the gap. It.
1: Yeah, this might be it.
0: It is like the the like slasher franchise in there. Um, as so, there's been a bunch of these, made a bunch of money. Um, you know, it's very late '80s. It's kind of like a soft critique of consumer culture. Um and commercials and things like and marketing to children.
1: I think I think there were a bunch of parents that were just really tired of these really creepy dolls coming out. <laughs> because that was that was an epidemic in the eighties, wasn't it?
0: Also, uh kind of kind of apropos, because of the nineteen eighty eight WGA strike, uh there was some weird um um writers stuff while this movie was in production. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which
0: um led to like a bunch of um Like, late edits and things like that. I guess, um, one of the big things about this movie is they couldn't find a good voice for Chucky. Uh, they had to, like, um, do, like, uh, they did, like, a test screening where it did really badly. And they had to, like, go get a different voice actor for him. Um, based on (laughs) I I
1: have to know what he sounded like before.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I guess there might be, like, one line with the original person in there. So it must not be that different. Um... But um, the puppet itself is pretty cool uh, in this movie. It's like it a, is cool. It's like a team of puppeteers are doing this thing.
1: Yeah, it's like a practical puppet.
0: Yeah, um, they got the guy who did like the Crypt Keeper and some of Freddy Krueger's makeup and roughly a million other films. Uh, I Kevin bet, Yeager.
1: I bet there are some uh, Chucky super fans who can tell the difference between like the different. Puppets oh, I bet they yeah. use because there are different ones. Yeah. they look a little bit different between shots and stuff. I noticed this time.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I liked... um, They also, like, don't show the puppet a ton. Um, Not really, no. He's not actually on screen that much, which I think is a good decision. In the
1: beginning he is, when it's just, like, a doll you can carry around. Yeah,
0: but when, like, things are happening, um, I think they're pretty... Uh, cagey about like actually showing it on screen yeah we
1: we don't want to we don't want to show him run it away very much because it does look pretty goofy
0: i guess that was another part of the of the test screening they like cut out like 30 minutes of this movie which is great because it's <laughs> I like think
1: that's a great idea it's like
0: 90 minutes and if this movie were two hours long and no. the 30 minutes that they added in was like more chucky on screen more
1: chucky running i
0: think i think it would have uh struggled a bit <laughs> um but yeah uh that's kind of the the background yeah um it's you know it's an interesting franchise um
1: this is as good as it gets i'm sorry (laughs) to tell you the the sequels get really bad
0: well it's interesting right because um us both like bored in the mid 90s like my impression of chucky was always like oh that franchise sucks it like, kind of does. <laughs>
1: because because the latter half of what the movie is, where the doll is just saying fuck, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's kind of more to go from there. That's why kids
1: love it. Um, <laughs> it's specifically, true. children love Chucky.
0: Yeah, because they love when the little child doll says, I'm going to fucking strangle you, bitch. God damn it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,. It's it's definitely interesting. I always thought of it as kind of like this dead shitty franchise.
1: Oh, absolutely not. The
0: doll looks terrible. I remember growing um, up
1: in like elementary school in like the two thousands. Kids were obsessed with it. Kids so. were
0: obsessed with it, but like it didn't have. There was nothing cool about Chucky. That was the thing for me. Like there's something at least cool about like Jason. It's a big guy in a hockey mask. You know, some of the other slashers are like okay, but like there's nothing cool about Chucky. He's just a little freak.
1: Maybe kids identify with him a little bit. <laughs> well, Maybe they're like, I'm that size. I could go crazy at any moment. Well, <laughs> and no one could stop me.
0: I was a bit of a, of a boring wet blanket as a kid. So I was like, I don't like that little troublemaker.
1: <laughs> even, <laughs> even if someone gave you a knife and said, go crazy.
0: I would be like, don't give me this.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, like. I d- I basically just like don't I didn't like jive with Chucky as a kid, and it's like interesting coming to this movie now as an adult, having never seen it. It's like I kind of get it, but also like I'm not gonna go watch the rest of these movies. No, you like... don't <laughs> have
1: to. I'm just imagining younger you being like, he's mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, uh, should we should we get into the summary? Yeah. We open a dangerous criminal who's fleeing the cops uh ray the criminal uh is abandoned by his partner and like his getaway car drives away uh and he hides in an abandoned toy store
1: i i guess they're supposed to be based on like the hillside stranglers or something
0: there's like kind of nothing to go on there's there.
1: really i think the only premise for that idea was that there're two of them
0: <laughs> okay
1: great <laughs> that's all that i read
0: great <laughs> all right cool Uh, 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 Because you
1: you don't hear anything about their crimes or what they did
0: at all. No, literally nothing. I
1: don't know if that goes into any more in the sequels or anything.
0: Oh, I'm sure that we get fucking lore on everything.
1: We would have to, right?
0: Almost certainly, but yeah, um, we don't get almost nothing. Um, Our villain is pursued by Chris Sarandon, who's a detective named Mike. I don't know if they ever say this man's goddamn name in this movie. I
1: didn't realize he had a name.
0: Uh, They get into a shootout in the store. Uh,
1: They go to Duncan's Toy Toy Chest from (laughs) Home Alone 2. Uh,
0: And Ray is injured and swears vengeance on the cop and his partner. Uh, As he is dying, Ray knocks over a bunch of good guys dolls and begs them to give him power... And recites a magical spell.
1: I don't think he's asking the dolls to give him power.
0: It was not clear to me at, that po- at this <laughs> point. <laughs> because, Breathe into me. Yeah, I, I think it's important. Me knows nothing about Chucky, really, other than, like, culture osmosis comes in. And in the first five minutes, this guy's, like, casting a spell.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot more <laughs> magic than you Storm would expect. Storm
0: clouds roll in. We'll talk about it. And a fucking lightning bolt hits the store, and the store explodes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: and that's the start of the movie.
1: It's bad shit. Uh, the
0: the cop Mike uh, finds Ray dead among the dolls. The dolls look like Chucky. To be clear, they're all they dolls. The the good guys' dolls is the Chucky doll. Yeah, which means,
1: but they all have different names.
0: That <sighs> <laughs> we're. They're going to explain this in the next scene.
1: Okay, thank you. Um
0: but I just want to point out Chucky looks like this because he is a mass-produced manufactured doll that looks like this. It's not cuz he's evil.
1: Okay. Would you want
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Would you want to buy your child? No. A four-foot-tall, red-headed demon stepchild with wolf eyes. There are
0: so many cool dolls you could buy for money. Oh, yeah, you could get a
1: Cabbage Patch, kid.
0: You could get better dolls than this.
1: You could get the original Tickle Me Elmo and other dolls people have killed each other over. The
0: Tickle Me Elmo is a million times better than this thing. Do you think this thing is... Do you want to tickle me Elmo a little bit? Because it talks. That's the thing about the doll well, that we learn later is the, it's like a it's like a call and response doll.
1: That's the thing. It's like we just learned how to do like animatronic stuff, so it's playing off of that.
0: So you, do, but it it is totally like a hey, isn't it crazy? Tickle me Elmo. It's totally doing that.
1: I mean, I think it's based off. Of, I read that it's based off of a real doll that did stuff like that, but I never saw them. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I don't know. Uh, alright.
1: Called My Buddy? Something like that?
0: <laughs> Great. Cut to Happy Birthday! Yay! <laughs> a young boy named Andy watches the Good Guys cartoon and sees a commercial for the dolls. Um, We do get a little bit of lore here about the dolls. They are all just called Good Guys, but they all have their own individual name.
1: Could you imagine one named Doug? There could be. There could be. You programmed all those names.
0: There's, um, They all have their own bespoke, unique name.
1: It's like Fallout 4. Is it? I don't know. They programmed a bunch of names that your like robot husband could call you.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, uh, Andy makes a huge cereal mess and burns the toast.
1: But I do have a lot of. Questions about this franchise, okay. about this pro- this uh, intellectual property, this
0: this good guys IP.
1: Do they are there multiple of them that look like that in the show? Yeah,
0: they're the good guys.
1: They all look like that.
0: They all look like that.
1: They all have different names.
0: They all have their own unique name. I. <laughs> you can buy your own. Which will have its own unique name, which does not match the good guy's characters in the show. show. (laughs) That's right. There are not, like, good guy's characters. It's not the Teletubbies.
1: They're a concept. You're being sold a concept. You're being
0: sold... This is your good guy doll, just like in the show.
1: I don't know what to say to that.
0: (laughs) Commercials to children. They're making them buy expensive dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, he wakes up his mom, whose name again I don't know if we ever get is Karen. Karen, <laughs> uh, with this horrible breakfast mess that he made for her.
1: Oh, it's like breakfast crime.
0: It's a horror. If if anyone made this much of a mess making breakfast, I would be like, please do not bother.
1: Please <laughs> do <laughs> not. He's like five years old. <laughs> you gotta encourage him a little. When more- I was
0: five years old, I didn't dump sugar into my cereal. I didn't pour milk out onto the counter. I didn't burn the toast.
1: Well, your mom watched you and loved you.
0: Unlike this kid. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, it's his, it's his birthday, and he opens his presents, which are boring clothes. Um, but he does get a good guy's accessory, though his mom says, hey, you know, I work in a department store and I couldn't afford to get you She put the clothes the actual doll. In, a,
1: in a four foot tall box, this by is, the way. As a this is
0: entrapment. To trick him. <laughs> this, is, this is trickery. This is uh, doing emotional manipulation to your child. It is, right? Like She what? knew what
1: she was doing. <laughs> like, come on, you it can't didn't, do... It didn't come in that box.
0: You can't do the... He pulls a smaller box of clothes
1: out of the big box. <laughs> Freaking Amazon shipping.
0: Oh, you can't do this shit. Um, uh, All right, it's time for her to go to work. Uh, Like I said, she works in a department store. The
1: perfume department.
0: Uh, In a back alley behind the perfume department, she buys a good guy's doll on the cheap from a homeless guy.
1: Yeah, he's he just makes the rounds like the ice cream truck.
0: A back alley doll deal.
1: And then she has the nerve to complain about she
0: it. She haggles the price with this guy. She's like, "It ain't worth fifty bucks."
1: Uh, excuse me, is this stolen? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: the homeless guy giving it to you for like I don't know a quarter of the price is uh he got it legally.
1: Fell off the back of a truck.
0: Yeah, no big deal. Don't ask questions, lady. Come on, do you want your kid to get this doll or what?
1: I know, she's being so choosy about it. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: Her boss is an asshole to her. I feel like this whole scene is just to be like bosses, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: And uh, you look at him and you know.
0: You know. You look at him and you're like, this fucking guy. Uh, She brings home the doll to Andy. Uh, She turns it on. The doll's name is Chucky. He talks. Uh, Andy plays with Chucky in front of the TV, which plays a news bulletin about Ray's death. We learn that Ray's first name is Charles.
1: Fresh out of the box, by the way. Yeah. We don't We don't look at the instructions or any, no. anything else in they the No, They just box.
0: pull it out of the box and, and uh, says, they start I'm talking Chucky. to it, and he's like, Hi, I'm Chucky. Heidi who?
1: Heidi ho. Heidi
0: <laughs> ho um the baby <laughs> this,
1: this grown man is saying that
0: <laughs> the babysitter karen's co-worker maggie uh puts andy and chucky to bed but chucky appears back in the living room and the television turns back on
1: he's already showing psychosis about this four-foot doll that is his best friend because he has no one to love him and spend time with him
0: uh, that's what Maggie's worried about because she's like, hey, stop acting out and turning on the TV after I put you to bed. But Andy's like, I didn't do it. Mysterious. They play coy with the fact that this doll is alive for a long time.
1: You bought the movie. You already know Who what's Who are happening.
0: you fooling? Like, I get that the movie... So one thing that's really interesting, I think, that, about the franchise that I think is fascinating. Movie one is called Child's Play.
1: All and this, then the rest of them, all the sequels
0: have Chucky's Chucky. fucking name right in yeah. there, so you know. But this movie, they were trying to be a little sneaky.
1: Child's play. Child's
0: play. Oh, there's a little toy. Oh,
1: what's this? And like a you, game. And like you, for a child.
0: And listen, you know. You know what's going on. You know that the, the, the drama that they're playing on is that the doll can move around on its own.
1: Oh, it, within minutes, you see this thing running around. <laughs> well, but you don't see and it, And we won't right? have to talk about him running around so, a lot
0: more. So we're going to talk about it, but there is like Chucky vision.
1: There is uh-huh. Chucky vision. Uh, and it just looks like, I don't know. It looks
0: like a rat z- zooming around. Vision. It looks like a little creature zooming around at high speeds about yay big (laughs) (laughs) um yeah he creeps around the
1: apartment at night he's really fast that's what disturbs me the most (laughs) is how fast he is Um, faster than a child certainly
0: yeah uh maggie hears him bumping around in the night and gets creeped out Um, just then, Karen calls to check on things, and she's closing her department store job.
1: Yeah, because you just saw a three-foot-tall orange blur across the room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chucky steals a hammer.
1: Oh, it's part of his toolkit. Yeah, his... The good guy toolkit. The good
0: guy toolkit, that's right.
1: Which, that's what they do? They fix stuff. They build.
0: Because they're good guys. They do build. They do... I think there's a line about how Andy needs to teach him to build.
1: You have to teach them? I, are they Furbies?
0: I don't They're the good guys.
1: I need to know more. <laughs>
0: um Uh Chucky attacks Maggie, knocking her out the window he to bops her. her death. in the head
1: with this little tiny hammer. Yeah, and sends
0: her flying. Yeah. Um
1: Natural response to being bopped by a little tiny hammer. Yes, yeah, you go, fly. What? Backwards. <laughs>
0: The only the only thing we can learn from this is that Chucky must have superhuman strength.
1: That's not what I got at all.
0: <laughs> uh, Karen returns home to an active police investigation. Uh, she is relieved to find Andy okay, but Mike, the detective from the intro, tells her that Maggie has been killed.
1: We're automatically treating it as a homicide, by the way.
0: Well, I mean... A lady, like, jumped out the window, so, like, I guess it's at least, like, a suicide at the least, right? But somebody died.
1: They called him the detective.
0: The detective, right? Who was just investigating a murderer last night. a serial killer. A serial killer is, like, oh, somebody... By the way, this is set in Chicago. Yeah, it is. So, but there's only, like, one detective in the whole city. (laughs) And he investigates, like... Day of, woman jumped out a window, and uh, the most famous serial killer in history.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you... Oh. Oh. This is the right time frame. Do you think he arrested John Wayne Gacy?
0: Ooh. It is the right time frame. (laughs) Right place. He knows a guy.
1: John Wayne Gacy knew a lot of guys.
0: He's seen some shit. (laughs) Mike, the detective, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this scene I thought was a, like at least a little bit harrowing. The like, you, you're like a single mom, you know. You left your kid with the babysitter. You get home she to died. your you you get home to your apartment complex and there's cops outside, and you're like immediately yeah. panicked. You don't know what happened. This is pre cell phones, so like the last time you talked to her was hours ago. You run inside, the cops are at your apartment. Like what are you gonna expect? You're gonna think like, oh, my son's fucking dead. Yeah. Like that's that's like what's flashing through your mind at this And then what you learn is that no, my best friend is dead. She jumped out a window. Out my window. Out my window. I have to pay for that glass. Uh This is a rental. It's true, yeah. Landlord pays for it. Uh I I think that's like pretty pretty effective so far. Yeah. Um
1: And then The homicide detective was there. Yeah, no.
0: There are little footprints on the kitchen counter. Little
1: (laughs) little tiny footprints! That
0: match Chucky's feet.
1: Yeah. It's good guy feet. Um, It's
0: good guy feet that have a pattern. Which uh, the kid also has. Blocks (laughs) and hammers. The cop is like trying to get Annie to be like, hey, Annie, let me see the bottom of your shoes, bud. Let me see your good guy feet, little bud. And Karen is like, get the fuck out of my house.
1: Yeah, reasonable.
0: Uh, she's yeah, she's distraught. She kicks the cops out. Uh, Andy has been talking to Chucky, uh, which kind of freaks Karen out because she thinks he's having delusions. Uh, yeah, to, it does
1: seem that way, to, doesn't it?
0: To deal with his father's death, which um seems like it. Yeah.
1: I think it's more than that now.
0: I think several things are going on. I think your kid, Andy, just killed your best friend and babysitter.
1: It does seem that way, doesn't it? That's the
0: thing where I talk about, like, it's trying to be a little ambiguous, because this kid... You uh, know
1: it's not that he saw Turkey do it!
0: (laughs) Well, no. You see little kid Cam, you see picking up the hammer, you see, like, her go flying.
1: So you think that he scalped Chucky and put it on his head, <laughs> no. like he's Hannibal Lecter? No,
0: I'm just saying the movie is like keeping it the tiniest bit close to the chest here. It wants you to think maybe there's a little bit of ambiguity, or or maybe it doesn't want you to think that at all.
1: I uh, let me tell you why I don't think that. <laughs> I saw magic at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. <laughs>
0: I think what it's actually trying to do is it is trying to prep you and make it believable to you that this kid is about to be kind of uh, speculated if he committed murder by oh, the you cops. Know
1: you absolutely know that's going to happen.
0: Uh, so you need the because cops because we don't to, believe like, in magic. <laughs> that's right. You need you need that to seem a little bit believable. So they keep things ambiguous to you, the audience, so that you see how this situation could be ambiguous to. The cops, so that it seems like, oh, you see how the misunderstanding happens. Because they're not going to believe that the doll fucking killed this lady.
1: Yeah, I think I understand that. Yeah.
0: Anyway. (laughs) The next day, Karen uh, takes Andy to school uh, with Chucky. I don't think so. This would not be allowed. Uh, You're not allowed to have uh, trading cards at school, no Game Boys, no other. You're telling me you can bring, like, this $200 doll in? That I talks. W- I
1: would say that, but it shows other kids' those <laughs> too.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, the teacher would be like, no, you have to leave this at home. You can't bring this to school. It's going to get stolen or damaged, and you're going to blame the school.
1: Yeah, that's that's post-Chucky.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. No, this, this is, is why. This is, this is what us who were in school in the late 90s, early 2000s are like, we can't have anything fun. The kids in the 80s ruined it. By bringing their $200 dolls in. No,
1: Chucky ruined it.
0: Chucky, it was Chucky's fault. By uh, killing
1: all those people.
0: <laughs> That's right. Andy and Chucky uh, sneak out of school immediately and go get on the train.
1: Yeah, he's like whispering stuff to him.
0: <laughs> Another thing that couldn't happen now is just this little kid unattended on the train.
1: I don't know. I've seen little kids get on the bus by themselves.
0: I feel like people will be asking some questions like, hey, little kid, are you, are you good?
1: They would, and they usually do, but I feel like it's kind of agreed upon that, like, the bus driver is gonna watch them a little bit.
0: A little, a little bit, but it does, it does make me in 2023 go, like,
1: Ew. Yeah, it, it Kids does. aren't
0: allowed to do this anymore.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> they do.
0: Yeah. Um... Uh, Chucky, uh, instructs Andy to go to the rundown house of Ray's former partner, Eddie. Uh, Andy sets Chucky down for a minute to go pee, and the doll disappears. He's
1: like, wait right here. Wait right
0: yeah, here. The, the plot contrives to be like, I'm just gonna set you down and walk out of sight of you for a minute.
1: Because he doesn't want him to watch.
0: <laughs> That's right. You can't see me pee. Uh, we get some more Chucky vision as the doll sneaks into the house and turns on the gas stove.
1: Yeah, it, it works really fast.
0: Really fast, really fast, because, uh, Eddie sees Andy at a window and almost shoots at him. Uh, but then he, like, turns and, uh, fires a gun into an open room and the whole house explodes in a gas leak.
1: Do you think that he needs to hide from him? chucky needs to hide from eddie well because if he saw him he'd see a fucking stupid doll
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean so okay so this scene is is chucky getting his revenge on his former partner for for driving off without him right And i think he wants him to explode himself with the gas leak
1: because he's a little shit. That's yeah,
0: I... he's a little shit and he wants you to explode yourself. He could just stab you with a knife yeah. or hit you in the head with a hammer. Yeah. But, but he wants him to blow himself the fuck up. Okay. Uh, Karen comes down to the police station to meet with Mike and finds that Andy was picked up after the explosion and taken to the station.
1: Yeah, your kid exploded a serial killer
0: uh yeah your kid um murdered his babysitter and then explode snuck out of school and exploded a serial killer the next day very
1: specific
0: that's right um andy blames chucky for everything and it's suggested that andy spend some time with a child psychologist you
1: know it's not the worst idea in the world (laughs)
0: <laughs> i have to agree with you because again maybe,
1: maybe we should have started with this the, instead of spending all that listen money.
0: listen if nothing had happened except for the fact that he had snuck out of school and went to an abandoned rundown house in a bad part of town in chicago because his doll told him to uh that might be grounds for like getting the kid a little help you know
1: what i'm saying like yeah. I'm saying it could come before that happened.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying it's pretty it's pretty uh reasonable. I mean the thing that it's doing here is it's like pearl clutching about like, oh, they're gonna take her kid away.
1: Well yeah. Would that also be unreasonable?
0: <laughs> maybe maybe uh if the kid starts doing this stuff, you take the doll away. Maybe that's the first step. <laughs>
1: Well, we'll see where it leads us. We'll try, <laughs> we'll try the psychology first.
0: Um, Karen returns home with Chucky. She sets him down and examines his box and finds <gasps> the batteries are still inside.
1: When she she's looking for like any indication <laughs> from the <laughs> box like does this tell your kid to, to kill? kill people? <laughs> What's Like the it deal? would say that. Did this come with instructions?
0: I, I do think the the batteries falling out of the box I, is, a, is a good bit. I
1: do love that reveal. It is like kind of the iconic moment from the movie. Like you see the batteries fall out. And then she checks the batteries. And the and battery empty. pack is empty. And it's been talking to everyone. Yeah,
0: and she's seen it talk. Yeah, it's, it's not it just the... It talked to her. Yeah, it, it, that's really good. Um, yeah, I like that. that. That is, like, super creepy, um, you know. Uh,
1: and other... then the head spins around. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. 180.
0: Yeah, and then Chucky fucking attacks.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, this terrifies Karen. Uh, she threatens to burn Chucky in the
1: fireplace? I, I feel like I have to bring something up, because... The director himself brought this up in a documentary. Okay. How much effort it was to get him to roll under the couch like that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because she drops him and then he rolls under the couch. This was like several different... He made
1: a big deal about how hard it was to get him to roll under the couch like that.
0: Well, because you need to like drop a thing and have it roll naturally under the couch.
1: Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) I, I thought... I was respecting his work by bringing that up.
0: Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he, he's uh, vulgar. He, he says some, lang- some, some, <laughs> some language.
1: <laughs> you fucking bitch! He's got like a full man voice yeah. now.
0: Uh, and he bites her. Uh, the
1: biting is what gets me. I'd be like, ugh. Ugh,
0: yeah. Um,
1: because he does have teeth. They gave his dog teeth.
0: They did give him teeth.
1: Which? I don't know if that was...
0: Necessary, doll makers.
1: From what I know about these little uh, animatronic toys, um, kids are getting their finger lopped off by this thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Anyway, uh, Chucky escapes uh, the apartment and Karen...
1: He runs runs away. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Karen chases after him but loses him. Uh, One thing that's funny about this movie is that Chucky is small, so he can get into little cracks and crevices. He's sneaky.
1: But also... He's on the streets of Chicago. Yeah, he's just... There's a little Chucky doll. No one saw this little fucking
0: thing Booking running it. Like... Fucking zooming down the she, street. She
1: could yell, Stop that guy! And someone would... Stop that guy! <laughs> Somebody... He is running like 60 <laughs> miles an hour there.
0: <laughs> um... Uh, Karen decides to go to the cops and she tries to explain to Mike what happened but you won't
1: No he <laughs> nah, doesn't nah, buy it No
0: way he doesn't buy it The fucking cop is like uh, No I don't <laughs> believe that the doll is alive and killing and on the run Um, So Karen wanders around Chicago at night looking for the homeless guy who sold her the Chucky doll
1: Surely he knows something about this
0: Surely uh, she eventually tracks him down Um, and he sexually threatens her in one of the more fraught scenes of the movie. Um, Yeah,
1: I don't think it's fully necessary.
0: No. (laughs) Um, but Mike arrives to rescue her because he followed her.
1: It's, it's only so he can be the good guy. Yeah, it's
0: literally just so that he can arrive and rescue her. So she has to, like, wander into a dangerous homeless encampment in Chicago. Because, you know.
1: So he can be the hero.
0: Yeah. Um... Uh, the homeless guy explains that he got the doll from the store where Ray had died in the intro, which freaks Mike out a little bit. Uh, He takes Karen home and he's like, hey, uh, by the way, Ray threatened to kill me.
1: (laughs) And then he started doing spells. Yeah,
0: and then then a lightning bolt came down from heaven. You
1: you could start talking about that, too.
0: Uh, And Karen is like, you're in danger. Um, But he's like, I don't believe you. And he drives off. Uh, he is then immediately attacked by Chucky in his car. Yeah,
1: yeah If in case you didn't believe anyone, uh, here he is.
0: Um, There is a goofy scene of
1: this. Um, this <laughs> one's kind of the funnier ones where he is just like <laughs> under your seat. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's running around your car. He's running really around fast. your car.
0: He's like sticking a knife up through your seat trying to cut your balls off. Um
1: okay that's fine. <laughs>
0: um Mike uh, refuses to stop the car. <laughs> no,
1: he, he really doesn't want to stop the car.
0: Uh and eventually he crashes. There's like a scene of Chucky like
1: there's really obvious puppet <laughs> Chucky just running yeah. around. That's Run, really funny.
0: Running around trying to like get in the car, trying to get him. I think it does work and it does like sell the way that like Again, the doll being like little and mechanical is menacing, but it it is just... We need
1: we need you to believe that uh, he can take Chris Sarandon.
0: Yeah, it is extremely goofy. Um So
1: we had to put him in a car crash first.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh eventually Mike uh shoots Chucky in the chest, but the doll gets up and runs away. Um Now the movie gets really fucking weird cuz <laughs> Karen goes to Ray's old apartment, which is...
1: Hold on. Hold on. Before you say anything. Uh Uh-huh. Just know that Chris Sarandon said, we didn't find much there. (laughs) Now go on. Explain the apartment.
0: The The apartment is covered. The walls are covered in drawings. Voodoo
1: murals.
0: Voodoo. Magical occult paintings of um you know like cartoon garbage shit. Like, nothing interesting. Nothing interesting. Nothing to be gleaned from this. Um, um Mike is there. Uh, he explains to Karen that Ray had dealings with a magician named John.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> That's him on the wall. That's the picture of him on the wall. I was like
1: surely he can't look like that. And then he does look like <laughs>
0: Uh, John is John is black by the way because this is voodoo magic.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, Don't be fucking ignorant. <laughs> um, Chucky breaks into John's house and confronts him. He says they that just
1: sh- have a conversation. He,
0: he says that he can feel pain and even bleed. John tells him the longer he stays in the doll, the more human he becomes. Chucky demands to be put in another body, but John refuses and calls Chucky an abomination. That's fair. Chucky tortures John with a voodoo doll. John tells Chucky that he has to transfer his soul to the first person he revealed his true nature to as a doll.
1: Which is really convenient.
0: Which is Andy. (laughs) Um, um, uh, And Chucky kills John by stabbing the voodoo doll in the chest with a knife.
1: Yeah, that'll work.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> setting up the plot for the final act of this movie because Mike and Karen arrive at John's apartment as he lays dying and he tells her that Andy is in danger and that she has to destroy Chucky's heart before he can say the chant that swaps souls with Andy. <laughs>
1: I did read online somewhere that uh, before rewrites and uh, production and stuff said, no, they they did have the doll changing to look more man-like, which would be, like, he would grow stubble and stuff. Oh, my which God. Would be, I kind of would be interesting. I'm kind of interested in, but also, like, he wouldn't be as cute and franchisable <laughs> anymore, would he? Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, this is a really... I did not expect this movie to go here for the final you didn't,
1: act. You didn't expect magic to be a big part of no,
0: it? No, I really... I You know, maybe I should have guessed from the magical spell earlier. Yeah. But I really wasn't expecting the voodoo, voodoo, voodoo reveal. So, Andy uh, is locked up in the child psychology facility. Uh, literally, there are bars in the windows.
1: Yeah. Because... He is criminally insane. That's
0: right. This is like a criminally insane situation because the doctors are carrying around sedatives just at any moment in case you get a little too wacky. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Andy sees Chucky outside and begs for help, claiming that Chucky will kill him. <laughs> um, But, of course, no one believes this. Uh, Chucky attacks and chases Andy through the facility. No one sees this. There's, like, yeah, this is just, like, a weird chase scene through this hospital. Um, The child psychologist arrives and tries to sedate Andy, but is killed by Chucky via
1: electroshock therapy to the head? I... This is concerning. They're doing (laughs) electroshock on these children.
0: Enough that, like, if you turn the rig up enough, it fries this man's head off. His head turns black from well, he, the electroshocks. Well, you
1: didn't put the little sponges and stuff on there. <laughs> he didn't do it right. Yeah. This, is, this is the improper application. <laughs> Great. Great.
0: Um, uh, Karen and Mike arrive a bit later but learn that Andy has gone missing. Uh, again, just people dying around this kid. <laughs> uh, and Karen says that he must have gone home because in the most contrived thing ever... Uh, I always told him if you ever got in trouble to just go home.
1: Yeah, that, well, unless he started killing people.
0: <laughs> it is the kind of thing that, like, a mom would tell a kid, so it is like... Just
1: go home.
0: If if you're ever getting you're any trouble, <laughs> just head home. Uh, is like, yeah, that's like a, you know, a little, like, kid lesson or whatever, but it is very convenient. Uh, so that we can do the final act of this movie. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: I remembered a lot of this movie just being The Apartment. Yeah. I didn't remember he was running around Chicago <laughs> doing stuff.
0: It is. All of the bits running around Chicago do feel extremely they the weird. They're very weird.
1: It feels like he shouldn't be doing that.
0: <laughs> um, Andy barricades himself inside the apartment, but Chucky sneaks in through the fireplace and knocks Andy out. Uh, but Karen and Mike arrive just as Chucky begins his incantation uh, in, you know, languages.
1: It's Haitian Creole.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Similar to French? A little bit?
0: Yeah, he's saying some French words for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, They, uh, Karen and Mike, break down the door just in time to stop uh, stop Chucky, who flees deeper into the apartment. This part of the movie is fun because it's like, there's a gremlin in the walls and we gotta hunt him. Oh yeah, he's skittering around and he's fast. (laughs) We gotta hunt the fast little freak in the walls.
1: I like that.
0: Um... Chucky ambushes Mike, uh, uh, but gets shot by Karen, uh... He gets
1: shot a lot more than I remember, <laughs> Yeah,
0: this is, like, the second or third
1: time he's been shot. He's gonna be shot a lot <laughs> more times than that.
0: Uh, Chucky attacks her, but she manages to hold him inside the fireplace, uh, through some kind of contrivance, uh... Andy manages to help her by lighting a match, and they set Chucky on fire. Yeah, this
1: is an old-timey fireplace where you have to light a match.
0: <laughs> you have to light a match. Uh, uh, and we see Chucky burning to a crisp in the fireplace.
1: Pretty good. I like I like it's the... It's a good effect. I like the burnt doll design as well. I think that's oh, yeah. creepy too.
0: Especially, like, the charred husk of Chucky afterwards yeah, is, like, where, really Where good. you
1: can see, like, the, the mechanisms inside and stuff.
0: Yeah, I... I this is some this is some Terminator Two shit. Yeah, which is good. Absolutely, that's good shit. Uh, I guess it's Terminator One shit. Anyway, both, <laughs> both, yeah. Uh, assuming him dead, uh, Karen goes to help a wounded Mike, but a melting Chucky attacks yet again.
1: Obviously, you didn't destroy the heart. You didn't complete the video game task. You know, it's
0: it's the end of a slasher movie with like a supernatural slasher, so they got to kill this guy. Like He's three literally
1: times. a ghost. He's literally a voodoo (laughs) ghost inside of a non-living body. You have to follow instructions. That's
0: right. Um, They do a little Here's Johnny homage. (laughs) Funny. uh, Which is funny, yeah. Uh, Karen uh, shoots Chucky to bits, (laughs) but he still won't die. Uh, She shoots the crumbling husk in the back.
1: She shoots everywhere but the heart. (laughs)
0: uh mike's partner who is a character i guess uh arrives to be like hey what's the big deal
1: yeah he exists to be like oh that happened <laughs> uh
0: he immediately gets the check attacked by the chucky torso um but mike finally uh shoots it through the heart and there's a blood splatter
1: yeah i think i think like the boardroom somewhere was like Okay, we need one more person in the room for (laughs) this to be
0: believable. We need the cop to kill this guy, not the woman. (laughs) Not the mom.
1: No, I think it's because, like, a room with three people in it. Well, no one's gonna believe them. Let's get one more guy One more
0: guy, one more guy. Now it's irrefutable evidence. Yeah. Uh, the Chucky head lets out one last, Hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play?
1: (laughs) And
0: before dying. Uh... Everyone leaves for the hospital just leaving the Chucky doll right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put that in like a bag or something. Andy
0: casts one last look at Chucky's corpse, unsure if he's still alive as we roll credits.
1: I'm guessing he was because they made a lot
0: more out <laughs> of this. Yeah. Um so that that was that was child's play. That was the chucky one. Yeah. How did you it's how did you good. feel about it on this viewing?
1: I like it. I I still think this is a pretty solid like It's a it's a good like post elm street slasher to me.
0: Yeah, I think it's doing some interesting stuff, some different stuff. Uh I came into this movie 100% prepared to hate it.
1: Surprisingly, like, the evil doll concept wasn't very explored before this. So that that market was kind of free for them.
0: It does speak to the um, success of this concept that, like, this has been redone a million goddamn times, including just this last year with Megan.
1: It's just what Megan is. It, it
0: is. There are scenes, beat for beat. That are just ripped straight out of this movie
1: like what, if, and what put if, into Megan. What if Chucky was an empath and he was cut deep? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean,
0: even the thematic content, right? About like you have the kid with like the dead parental figure yes. and he's like attaching this emotional trauma uh, onto the doll because of an absent other parental figure who's not giving them the care they need, right? Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. So
0: it's, it's doing even all of like that thematic content and stuff, right? So that's really interesting. I feel um, like
1: Megan could have said more curse words.
0: I would love it if she was hand bitch and slut all the time. <laughs> I know.
1: I hope, three 2 two. I hope they capitalize on this. <laughs> I yeah. hope they. I hope they go all out with it. Um, yeah, but you know, I,
0: as I said earlier, I came into this fully prepared to just be like, "Ah, this sucks," and I liked it. It was. Yeah. It, was it was a totally fine slasher movie. Yeah, I thought, you can't
1: really fault it. It's it's yeah. just well done.
0: I thought the the premise was pretty good. It was pretty well crafted. There were gags there were some okay kills yeah um there were some sequences that were genuinely emotionally affecting and tense and scary um yeah there were themes even there you know like the they you know a lot of it's pretty light about like the the doing commercials to kids and stuff like that and uh there was even some weird 80s maybe racism going on and it was all know. still
1: I you know I can't decipher that for myself I'm not the right person to ask
0: <laughs> yeah um but overall I I had a pretty good time
1: yeah yeah um,
0: you know I I'm glad they didn't overuse Chucky um, no
1: I don't think they do
0: I think this is like the exact right amount which is that he has like five lines. You never learn a fucking goddamn thing about him other than that he's evil no, you really and don't. a killer. You don't need um, to know
1: that much about him.
0: No, I don't want to know. I'm not curious about Chucky.
1: I don't need to know how many women he kills.
0: No, I don't want to know. Like, I think it is way more interesting to center the drama in, like, you've got this single mom who, like, the system is not helping her and she is trying to get it to help her because she is afraid to lose her kid. And, like, that is the story um kind of superimposed on this you know serial killer plot yeah and that's what's interesting and i think they do a really good job of like selling the perils of that so yeah
1: yeah and if i were around i don't know that age group when this movie came out i would never want to play with toys again (laughs) (laughs)
0: um anything any uh final thoughts on uh well, not final, but any closing thoughts on Chucky before we rate it? Yep. I think let's get into our ratings then.
1: We got to.
0: Uh, first off is the spookiness rating. How good were these scares and the vibes, Opal? What would you give it?
1: I think, you know, the, the stuff in the middle is kind of negligible, but I feel like the scenes that, like, bookend the movie, just, like, in the apartment, yeah. are, like, the really good parts. Yeah. And I think those are, like, a three. A three... Just because he's really fast. <laughs> I, even, I I don't like the idea of him being fast. Yeah. That creeps me out.
0: Things that are fast that shouldn't be fast, that's creepy. Yeah. That's scary. I don't he's like it. He's too fast. Um he's too fast. Um I think like there are like some bits where it it gets into the the goofy and not scary for me, but I do think there are just enough things that are yeah, legitimately pretty scary. I agree with you. I think when they're in the enclosed space in the apartment, I think that's when it's at yeah, its best. Yeah,
1: that's, that's at its peak. That's the best um,
0: part. Yeah, I, I like 3 for it. It's got its moments. It's, like, not poorly crafted, but it's not, like, a terrifying movie. Yeah. Um. Next up is watchability. How easy is it to throw this movie on and have a good time?
1: I think it's really easy. I think this is, like, a 4. I think it's a super watchable movie.
0: I agree with you. I would say it's a four. There's, like, good performances. There's good, like, character emotional drama, bookended by wacky doodle violence. It all goes down pretty easy. There's not, like, too many characters or anything. It's no. all pretty, like, straight. The movie's basically a straight fucking line. Yeah,
1: it's not long at all.
0: Yeah, it's not long. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, like, holds your attention pretty well. Good movie. Easy to watch. Easy to watch. Four stars. Uh... And then last off is the Vincent Price vamp rating. The campiness and overall performances. Uh, what would you give it? Oof. This is interesting.
1: It is because I feel like the concept itself lends it to be a more campy vamp movie. So maybe like a four. I feel like the performances from like all of the main characters are also really good. Yeah. And also just, like, Chucky
0: himself is so bizarre. <laughs> it is a really bizarre concept. I think um, I think they could have sold some of the Chucky uh, yelling and being vulgar a little bit better.
1: Oh, yeah. They, if this had, like, if this wasn't in the middle of, like, a strike or something, we could have had, like someone do this voice right like someone who was like good at screaming at people
0: (laughs) yeah i would have i would have liked the what
1: if if he sounded like lewis black
0: (laughs) i would have liked like a more like kind of intelligible and like i would like more like gravitas behind the chucky performance um
1: gravitas
0: you know like i want like i want something that makes me be like oh shit this fucking christopher lee that would that would rule. That would give me the Christopher Lee Chucky movie. Oh I'll watch that God. tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think I think Chris all right. It's not his. It's not peak um, by any means.
1: He's too good at being a bad guy. I can't see um, him as like this empathetic, like hard-driven cop character. I'm sorry, that's I, my. I, th- I
0: think he's a little miscast. I think the thing that tweaks it down to a three instead of a four for me is this little kid just doesn't have it.
1: Oh, he's doing his best. He's not
0: distractingly bad or anything. No, I don't think so. I can't really fault him too much, but he's, like, so much of the movie, and I just I don't... I guess that's true. I just don't really care that much when he's on screen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm at no point am I like, oh, no, the sweet little boy. <laughs> I'm never feeling that, really, ever. I'm kind of like, okay, <laughs> you're the foolish little boy that has an evil toy. And doesn't know what to do about it. Oh well. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? I'm I'm never like my my heart doesn't go out to this okay, kid as much the, as you want it to This
1: kid does three things. He fucks up breakfast. Yeah. He whines about not getting the tour he wanted. Yeah. And he's manipulated by an evil doll. That's right. It's not very empathetic, is it?
0: Also, like, I feel like one angle you could have done in this movie that would have been interesting, and they hint at it a little bit is like the a little bit of the story they're doing is like the mom and Chris Sarandon have kind of like a a mother father thing going on. Mm.
1: they maybe have
0: some little pangs of romantic tension going on as she's as he's like chasing her around Chicago as she gets into trouble.
1: I think you're um, supposed to think that.
0: But there's nothing in the performance... But there's really
1: nothing there. ...that,
0: like, gives you... ...that sells any of that, or in the script, really. So if there was something like that, even, where there was just, like, some chemistry between those two, I think that would have also bumped it up to... a full, No, like, I don't three really see me. him
1: that way, even though I can kind of feel like that might be that, the intention.
0: That's, like, totally an angle of the story that you could explore if the performance, like, sold that. But it doesn't. It's, like, not really... They, don't, they just don't have the chemistry when they're on screen together. So... To me, that kind of chemistry, that kind of like, oh, the performance is like creating something that's not even really on the page isn't there in this movie, and that's what keeps it kind of middling for me as opposed to something that I would like really like.
1: Okay. I was just thinking that the doll's kind of funny when he says the F word.
0: That is funny. I do like when the do- when the doll says fuck. I wish they got a better guy to say fuck. <laughs> I think that would have I think that would have elevated it even more for me.
1: Uh, so that. I think that's it.
0: That was child's play. A good pick.
1: Yeah, honestly.
0: I'm I'm glad we I'm glad we did that one. Yeah, uh, that was like definitely a hole in my like horror kind of experience. You
1: know, I knew that, and I was saving it because I knew it was in there. There you go. I put it in there because I knew you had to watch it. Three
0: steps ahead. Yep.
1: <laughs> Just like. Our next
0: episode. <laughs> so our next episode is episode fifty. Yay!
1: Our fiftieth episode. Can you believe it we made it to fifty episodes?
0: That's cool. We've been doing this podcast for a little over a year. Yeah. We're fifty episodes in. Uh and you know, we decided, um, you know, we love the sack, but we're gonna do something special for episode fifty.
1: So we all know that I've only ever been wrong one time.
0: That's correct.
1: And it was a bad one. We did,
0: we didn't document you being it wrong. Was,
1: it was it was a bad one. It was that <laughs> it was sacrilegious.
0: So, there was a certain episode of the podcast <laughs> um where we did Alien 3. Uh-huh. And you meant for us to do Alien 4, which is Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. Um uh, so we decided
1: well, let's go ahead uh, and correct that mistake. Let's just do it. Let's
0: just do it. Um, let's, not, let's not
1: putz let's around it. Let's get it out it. of the way because that's the one that I really wanted to do. It'll be
0: a fun one. We'll, we're going to do Alien 4, Alien Resurrection, the the Winona Rider one. Yes. Uh, and, you know, because let's fucking I, go.
1: I, the secret is I erased Alien 3 from all memory.
0: Uh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 that movie was extremely mid. I'm excited to do something fun. Uh, Uh,
1: now hold your breath (laughs) because we'll see
0: (laughs) I don't don't get ahead of myself so look forward to that that's going to be our special for episode 50 yeah Uh, look forward to that Uh, oh well any, any
1: closing thoughts before we finish the show I must right my wrongs
0: we're doing that you're one wrong
1: I don't know if they can hear you when you do that you might be farther away when you do that. I think we're good. Okay,
0: we're gonna write your one wrong.
1: You just started spinning around in your chair, <laughs> and I don't think that's the best audio. Experience. I was having fun. The podcast is over. I know. I'm having fun. But anyway, you can find me at opal.card.co. Yep. Twitter isn't Twitter anymore. I don't fucking care I'm just gonna stay I'm just gonna <laughs> stay in one place until I'm, they kick me i'm off.
0: just I'm just gonna keep doing what I've been doing until I can't anymore and that's not my problem get over it get over it uh I'm uh at puppeteer click or putrid underscore imp on twitter uh oh and you can follow the show uh at scary bear on whatever website website yeah. on website uh, i also do another show at uh, level with you pod on uh on twitter uh, <laughs> that show is we're gonna be recording our closing episode on sort of on uh, we're gonna be hitting max level in world of warcraft classic uh, on our next episode and we're gonna do a little retrospective on yeah. you know on our journeys through Azeroth nice yeah so look forward to that um, but uh, oh plenty well, any other plugs any other
1: I don't think I'm do not wanna, doing anything do you want to
0: buy me a toy
1: <laughs> does is that toy four foot tall uh, red-headed stepchild with wolf eyes
0: well if you look over here you won't
1: believe what I got you I' Take it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Return it. Um, Keep the receipt, I hope.
1: Burn it. <laughs> uh, if you like it, then you won't have a problem with me eating the receipt.
0: Uh, I'm not giving you the receipt. I don't think you need to eat the receipt.
1: But, but if you like it, then you don't need the receipt and you won't mind me eating the receipt. The
0: receipt could make you sick.
1: Are you saying that you didn't wash your hands? No,
0: no, 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 no. I'm saying that receipt paper could make you sick.
1: No, I think that you didn't wipe correctly and you touched the mud pie.
0: No, I didn't do that. <laughs> anyway. I, I hope anyone uh, listened to, uh, what is it called?
1: What?
0: I think you should leave yeah yeah I hope anyone listened to that and got that one sure we're We're doing jokes. You can tell we're both a little bit tired and getting back into the podcast swing yeah
1: a little bit
0: (laughs) uh i'm starting a new job which is a fun thing yeah uh hopefully that means that we'll be able to find more time to do our show
1: and i'm still petting. which is weird schedule wise because sometimes i'm not here on the weekends which is the best time for us to record but maybe since you'll be closer by we can do recordings during weekdays i don't know You'll we'll see. That's, we'll see. That's our conversation for another day. It's
0: interesting when you make commitments based on having a certain amount of time in the house every week, and then that changes.
1: It is changing.
0: But, but uh, we still, we still, you know, enjoy the show every week. We'll be, we do. We do we'll be, enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's always fun to sit down and talk to you about movies. It is fun. I love to
1: watch movies together. And you're going to see Alien Resurrection for the first time. and Yay! For me, real this time. Let me tell you. That's kind of a crazy movie.
0: Uh, look forward to that. And next time,
1: i uh... on Scary
0: Bear.
1: <laughs> don't forget to tell your friends about Scary Bear. Scary Bear. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: I don't know why that got me so good.